0: Well, hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow podcast from Eastlake Tri-Cities Church in Richland, Washington, and online around the world, wherever you have internet service. My name is Brent, with me is my friend Megan. Hi, everyone. And uh, it's uh, it's good. It's good to yeah. be here. It's good to be back with all of you. Yes. Thanks for tuning in. Megan, how are you? I'm good. Good? Yeah. Good. You're really good. <laughs> Megan, I I feel like I can talk about it now. You can, you can. Posted a picture of her and her boyfriend. I did. Who's been around for a while now.
1: We're almost three months together. And
0: I've had to keep a secret. (laughs) And I have done a pretty good job. You have done a pretty good job. job. Because there have been multiple times over the last month or two where I'd be like, and who did you go see the movie with? And I'm like, nope, can't ask it. (laughs) Because about two months ago, she filled me in on what was going on. Yeah, I did. And then said, and listen, I don't want to talk about it. Don't you dare bring. Would you, what were the words that you used? It was a I death said, threat of sorts. No,
1: <laughs> I mean the tone. Maybe was, it was very because threatening. because I, I know threatened. you well enough to know that if I wasn't like just the most explicit no ever, yes, you would say something.
0: You said right before I clicked yeah. record on something. You <laughs> By the way, we're not talking about this. Yeah. I will walk out of this room, and I'll slash your tires on the way out of the parking lot. And so I said, Okay. And uh, we I held true to my word. I'm I'm yeah, trustworthy in that. You did
1: way. a good job, thank, thank you. you.
0: Yeah. But congratulations. <laughs> yeah. It's very exciting. It's out yeah. in the real world now. You yeah. feel like I feel like you're kinda like one of those people you went on a reality show, found a contestant <laughs> to date, but you can't like go out in public for like three uh, months. No,
1: not like that. I just like I've had past relationships where I've like told everyone right away and then it crumples and that's embarrassing and I didn't like it. And but so, that's not embarrassing. Relationships it crumple is, But it is like for me. It's I mean, hard. I, I mean, it's yeah. hard and then yeah. you have to go to everyone and they're like, oh, how's the boyfriend? And you're like, oh, well, actually. Yeah. Thanks and for bringing it up. You know, yeah. and so it's just, I don't know. Sometimes it's emotionally easier to like wait a beat. Um, but his name is Kevin and he actually, he lives in Toppenish. So we're doing that like long distancing, which is not easy Um, but he's great and I am just excited about it. And he posted something and I was like, oh shoot, I guess it's time I should too. Um, and so we went fishing this weekend. He took me to like, um, he's native, he's Yakima. And so he took me to his like special fishing place up in Leavenworth um, and I got to watch him fish for a couple of days and it was really fun. Have and your
0: parents, uh,
1: met No, Kevin? they haven't met him yet. Okay. Is that um, Thanksgiving? Is that... This? I don't know. We're still kind of figuring Thanksgiving out because both of us want to see our family. So right, that's right. obviously going to be something that... Have you met his happen. family? No. I've met some of his friends. I've met like some of his really close friends. He's met some of my friends. Um, but we haven't done family yet.
0: Oh, this is exciting. Drama. Yeah. I love yeah. it. It's great. <laughs> Can't wait to hear how it goes.
1: <laughs> yeah. So- Did
0: you guys catch anything?
1: Yeah, he caught some fish, good. some, like, late-season coho, which weren't super great, but because they were... zombies. Yeah. yeah, a little bit zombie yeah. fish. Um, but, yeah, he had fun. He, like, hadn't been fishing a bunch this season, and so, because he just had, like, he had, like, a wedding and then other things, and so... Yeah. He was, like, really, like, feeling sad about not going, and so he got to go do some fishing and have some fun, and... Yeah. Yeah, it was a good weekend. Good. So. And I was cold and, like, sit by the river. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, I I don't know why I just... Did you guys go
0: into Leavenworth, like, downtown area?
1: We didn't really go into Leavenworth because it wasn't, like... It's, like, still in transition between Oktoberfest and, like, full Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And so... Um, but we, he was like, we should come back in December. And I was like, okay. Um, to the zoo? Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it was already a zoo. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, And then... But, yeah, we, like, hung out in Wenatchee a little bit, too, and... Um, I was gonna say, oh, I don't know why this didn't click before, but I really like sitting by rivers. That's fun for me, and so I was like, oh, well, this works. <laughs> like, yeah, because I saw a blue heron, and there's like some otters that live on the river, and I saw them. And I got to like. You said that like, uh, like they have an address like with a porch and a patio. Well, I don't know, but they like live. They have like a little den there. (laughs) It's like their home.
0: They live there, of course they do.
1: (laughs) I know, but there's not always otters on rivers. Like that's not. I talked to
0: them and they told me. uh, (laughs) Have you ever seen otters in the Columbia? They have a lake home in Tahoe as well, but they prefer to spend their winters here.
1: uh, Have I
0: ever seen otters in late season? Is that what you asked no,
1: me? No, in here, like on the Columbia.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: What? I've never
0: seen otters here. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, you remember, I mean, I duck hunt once in a That's while. That's true. <laughs> and so uh, you see them come come swim, which I did this weekend for oh, the first yeah. time. And That's it was cool. great and freezing cold. Yep. And, uh, but it was fun. We had a good time. Good. Yeah, we uh, let me think. What else we had? We had uh, sickness like go in and in in and through all of our kids uh, all weekend, all week long. It was just one kid got it, then passed it to the next kid. The next kid got it, and uh, so it's been it's been part of the stomachy thing. Yep. Yep, yep that's it and kylie uh was a <laughs> sub at her preschool on wednesday oh, and no. they had 10 kids out oh no um so i think it's just a thing uh yep. right now and uh so whatever everybody's fine now so it was just quick it was a, obviously a 24-hour bug because the next yeah. day everybody's ready to go um but uh yeah it was it was eventful <laughs> it was constantly you just it a in bucket the... being passed Yeah, being like do you need the bucket now <laughs> who needs the bucket do you um, have an
1: actual bucket
0: uh, well, I mean, they, did not like a puke bucket, it was oh, just a okay. garbage can that, oh, okay. I don't know where we use it regularly, but So, yeah. cause a we had like a, a, a pot. Oh, did you?
1: Yeah, oh, like an actual up. barf bucket? Like, well, no, it was just a, one of my mom's giant pots. And when one of us was sick, that was like the That barf. was the sign? Yeah. Oh, boy, and, then, and you still own this thing? Uh, yeah. Oh. I mean, it's been washed, it's not like. <laughs> yeah,
0: but like, is there a bag in it?
1: I don't know, not, sometimes and not always. Oh my gosh. It's just a it's just a And giant not that a bag
0: would have helped Grayson out on his attempt, <laughs> on his third attempt either. So it really didn't matter at all. But. Um, Did he miss the book you on the together? Are you like a No, I hate puking. I know, but are you uh, good at it though? Like what, is, you, what
1: do you mean? But how are you good at puking? Okay,
0: that's okay. This so, is maybe a
1: little gross. Trigger warning.
0: <laughs> yeah, fast forward a few minutes if this isn't your thing. The, you can tell it's coming on. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, I need to get to a restroom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and because there's like some people,
1: yeah,
0: who live in my household who, <laughs> um, who I think it just comes on faster than they think. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. remember as a kid when you're like, yeah. I think I just peep my my pants a little yeah. bit because like, I thought I could make it, but I couldn't quite. I was too far away.
1: Yeah.
0: A little bit of that happening, <laughs> or, uh, like, um. I will say like uh, all, most of my kids, have. when they puke, they like Grayson was like, I, I puke and then I'm ready to, let's go. I'm ready. To, I feel way better. Let's go. What do we want to do? Let's have some fun versus puke and then I just like lounge and languish. Uh, a think for me, it kind of depends. up in a
1: book or whatever. On the kind of puke it is. Yeah. But I'm usually pretty good. Every once in a while though, I hate, I really hate vomiting. It's like yeah. top on my hate list. Yeah. Um, and there's not very many things that I genuinely hate. Um, sure. Vomiting is one of them. Um, and so I sometimes will be like, no, I don't have to vomit. I don't have to vomit. But I usually make it to the, wherever it's going to go. Yeah. So I'm mm. not like everywhere all the time. So we
0: also, uh, went to it. This was a, a fun experiment from a fun story. We went to the, uh, uh, roll arena. Oh, was the last time we went to the roll arena.
1: Um, so like in Richland,
0: there is only, only one. There's only one, yeah. Um
1: I, I wanna say I went like maybe five years ago.
0: Okay. That's not too bad. Four years ago. It's been around for six but years. I, didn't, I, I don't the...
1: think I roll or I don't think I roller skate. Yeah, I think no, I, just I didn't was either. There. It was a kids' yeah. party. Yeah.
0: Our kids were invited. I went Chris Pitzer was there who, who did skate. Nice. Um, and, uh, and with my kids and did all that kind of thing. But, uh, uh, at one point, uh, so it's a 60 year old building owned by the same family. I mean, it's been passed down through generations, but, um, it looks like it really hasn't been updated all that much, (laughs) um, which is kind of nostalgic, but also like, all right, maybe, uh, like, where did people sit? There's no lobby. It's like super weird. Like Mm -hmm. you just, you're like, anyways, um, and I'm not sure when the bathroom piping had been last updated. (laughs) But, uh, so Clive says, I gotta, I gotta go use this. This is so much barf and poop talk. <laughs> I apologize, but this is our life, man. I have four kids. This is it. <laughs> says, I gotta go poop. And yeah. so right, there's the room, go do your thing. And then ha- like about two minutes in, I realized he's on skates. Like he didn't take off his skates <laughs> this- and he's never done this before. He oh, never no. skated before, yeah. you know? And so he's like out there with like the whole, like uh with the um, tripod thing? yeah the tripod yeah, yeah, yeah. thing doing that thing and so i'm like do i need to bring the tripod into the stall with him how does this work <laughs> so i go in there and then i i'm like I, I knock on the door I'm like, hey buddy everything okay you need some help in there you, you're right and then all of a sudden megan i'm not lying to you i see water seeping out no. through the front of it and he's like um dad maybe a little help maybe a little help <laughs> and i'm like buddy i'm like ripping on this door now yeah. you gotta unlock buddy you gotta unlock you gotta unlock <laughs> Not his fault. Whoever was before him had decided Uh, that they wanted to use as much toilet paper as they could, mm -hmm. Um, and uh, and then it had clogged up, and he had flushed it, and then it's just all just coming back,
1: maybe a little
0: out onto the skates (laughs) and onto everything. And luckily, there was a drain. This is clearly well designed because there was a drain exactly in front of this stall. Not the first rodeo that these people have had, Um, (laughs) obviously. And so it's it was just it was kind of a mess. Yeah, it was just. It's one of those things you're like, all right, well.
1: I love that. It's very clive to just be like, maybe a little help.
0: Maybe a little help, dad. Uh, (laughs) It's like overflowing. Yeah. (laughs) Ripping on this door. So bad.
1: Maybe a little help to like underreact to something that he should be overreacting overreacting to. to And then he 100% overreacts to things he should not be overreacting
0: to. And he just washed his hands, walked out, and got right back on the dance floor, baby. (laughs) I'm on it. He's great. Can't stop the feeling, you know what I mean? (laughs) But, yep, anything else this weekend? Anything that was it. Good. All right, let's just jump into uh, Sunday. We continued our series on forgiveness uh, and reconciliation, a series we're calling Unmendable. We talked about a, a Jesus sort of talk on the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 7. And we uh, we talked about how when relationships sort of go south and they feel kind of broken, we have all kinds of excuses that we come up with as to why, you know, we don't want, we can't make it work, or I tried, I gave it my best, the ball's in their court, the uh, the whatever it is, Uh, and then Jesus being confronted, not confronted, but approached by his disciples, and uh, and having this this question of. Not just like forgiveness piece, but just what what do we do in this situation? Let me let me walk through it. You had a chance to listen to it, walk yep, through I it, did. right? Mm-hmm. What, any, what were your kind of thoughts on any takeaways for you?
1: So the one, the first one I was thinking about was the just that speck in your eye. Like yeah. that's such a common phrase. I think even if you're not didn't grow up in the church, you know, like. Take the or worry about the plank in your own eye. You got a plank and
0: in the political season, yeah, how yeah, often yeah. is this yeah, thrown yeah. out? And we, we survived it by the way, we survived yep. midterms. We're yep. past it. Get your sign out of I your mean, yard. Thank you. Almost. Well, yeah, I guess there's a <laughs> there's a recount, George. And there's like
1: several house seats that are not decided yet. Y- yeah. But, you know. For the almost, most part, I think yeah.
0: they we figured out where the dice are gonna lie, yeah, right? Yeah. So yeah.
1: Um and at least in Washington State we have, so you don't need to have a political sign in your That's yard right. if you live in the state yes. of Washington. Um, also, voting is done, so you don't need a political sign in your yard either <laughs> yeah. way because no one else can vote. But right. anyway, um, and I was thinking about that phrase because um, you were talking about how it's really a call to action. And I think people stop before they hear that call to action. Yeah. Um, it, first of like, you need to deal with yourself, dude, Yeah. Um, before you start dealing with your brother. And I was thinking about that brother piece of like... That doesn't mean you go around and judge strangers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's you're not like pulling, you're not like pulling apart strangers that you meet or people you don't know. Like brother implies intimacy. Brother implies relationship, like relationship, right? community. Yeah, yeah, community. Like yep. this is a person who is in your life who you are, you've decided to allow to have voice in what you do and wh- how you do it, and probably vice versa, right? And so. Yeah, like you need to deal with yourself and you need to make sure that you are not being hypocritical and you're not like you're dealing with the parts of yourself that aren't good at this. But before you start picking apart people you don't know, like I think it's a call for like for the people here in community with like those are the people you have voice in. You can't you can't criticize someone or critique someone if you don't have a relationship with them.
0: Are you saying that online Reddit bar- boards are not <laughs> sources of community? No, is that what you're well, trying to say?
1: I mean, I don't want to say that because I think for some people they truly are. Sure. Um, I think like um like random commenting on a public post is not community. Um, but I think if you've built like you know community implies relationship. And if you have relationship with people through an online forum, then yeah, that can be a community and that can be a community that you allow to hold you accountable and like critique things you do. But if you haven't like, if that hasn't been built, if that trust hasn't been built and that relationship hasn't been built, then it's not like you brush that off. Yeah, I'm not going to take seriously something some stranger says to me about who I am. You don't know me. Yeah, But when my mom says something about who I am, I'm like, oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> or yep. when like my friend Melissa says something about who I am, I'm like, oh shoot!
0: And I think the fear is, and the point that I think I was trying to get across is that oftentimes we are so um, uh, we, we react so heavily to the grossness of that mm-hmm. that we don't ever get to the spot where we do say anything, where we just choose inaction on on that, and mm-hmm. we don't. Um, we don't have a voice uh, in that, and we just say, ah, I'll just choose the path of apathy or the easy choice of just letting things go, and that's probably not as healthy either. So, yeah. um, you know, pull it out so that you can see clearly enough to be able to have an impact on your brother's eye. I think that Jesus' point of the order is is uh, a big piece in, in terms of not settling for just inaction. Is inaction better than overreaction? Is it is inaction better than... Um, taking a stand where you don't deserve to take a stand. I mean, that's up for debate. We could talk about that, yeah. you know, but um, you know, why why mess with the minutia of what's worse, what's the worst of two evils rather than just taking the right course of action, which is you <laughs> focusing on yourself, yeah, and then being in a position to be able to help others and work through that piece. And I
1: think there's also like a if you haven't focused on yourself or and you do, you're like, hey, this is you shouldn't be doing that like you better be okay with someone coming back at you and being like, um, excuse me, you too. Yeah. Um, because I think we're both in the same boat here, buddy. Um, and like that is that reciprocity of like a community holding each other accountable is something you, like if you're going to hold someone accountable, you better be open for the return of that.
0: Yeah. So I had a conversation with somebody in the lobby after service. I think it was second service, but I can't remember exactly. But, who had mentioned that this was really tough because she was really close to somebody, and because of the political nature of the last three years, you know, I, I've let that relationship go, and now you're telling me I'm supposed to call that person and and make steps and lean towards that, and she's like, I don't know if I can do that, and I I said, I know, sounds like you got a lot of work ahead. I'm not like I don't know what to tell you yeah. other than this is just what Jesus is talking about. Like, that. don't kill the messenger on this, please, please continue <laughs> to like me and fill out positive connect cards and yada yada yada. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, but it. I, I did realize in that moment with the political season at turbocharged the way that it has been. And even this week, I mean, Tuesday night, I don't know what you spent doing, but I was glued in front of a television just watching the things <laughs> roll in. I love that kind of stuff.
1: I don't think I was. Oh, a little bit. I was like aware of it, but I wasn't like glued in front of the television.
0: Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I, I enjoy that in- in doses right mm-hmm. so then by like Wednesday I'm like I don't want to hear anything more I'm good thanks mm-hmm. um but like Tuesday I was like what's the news when, when do I, I I New Mexico polls close in 15 <laughs> minutes wow who, who knew that you know what I mean um so anyways but I just all that to say um a heightened sense of relevancy uh during this season because of some of that and we just have not been able to figure out how to resolve that from the like It uh, it occurred in in more graphic ways in a time when we weren't more separated than we ever had been probably in our adult existence, Mm -hmm. you know, physically, um, and then in the divisiveness of just everything, uh, that I think we're still very much picking up some pieces of that and are struggling with what is the right move for me to make, because we've just taken the road of inaction, Mm -hmm. and then to hear that inaction is not the best route... Is like, oh well then that means I have to do something. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather that not do that. Is
1: tough. <laughs> so for sure.
0: anyways, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Anything else that stood out?
1: Um the other thing I was thinking about was the your memory verse you wanted everyone. Yeah. Um, if it is possible, as far as it depends on me or the actual version is you, yeah. Um be at peace with everyone. Um, or some version of that. Uh-huh. I think I no, paraphrased. Um and I just I think that's like a... I don't know. That's something definitely to hang your hat on. And like, how am I bringing peace into my relationships? And how am I like, how am I in what I can control seeking out like peaceful relationships with people and like, not like whether that's through forgiveness or reconciliation or just like, Hey, like we don't, we don't need to be doing this. Like, why are we fighting or why is this an argument or, like, we can be peaceful with each other about this. Yeah. So, blessed are the peacemakers, right? For they yeah. to see God. It's good.
0: I love it. I, I've been enjoying the series. It's been really, really good. Uh, hopefully, you can continue to be a part of it. We've got one more, uh, two more weeks left. Uh, of this series, so uh, yeah, if you've missed any parts of it, you can download the app, check that out. We did have some issues on the previous week uh, with the live stream. Apologize for that, but we are back in the business. It should have worked great on this <laughs> weekend. So if you gave up on us last week, uh, just keep jumping back in. We'll yeah. get it right. So we'll get it. We'll get it figured out. Um, good. All right, let's jump into something let's interesting. I uh, open,
1: so you go first. Yep. Um, I have recently gotten into this podcast called Ologies with Ali Ward, which you've I think I've talked about before. it before. Yep. Um, cause I have a boyfriend who lives in Toppenish and so it's I, a drive. Yeah. It's a drive. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast and ebook world yeah. or the uh, audiobook world. Anyway. And they're like an hour long, which is about perfect. Perfect.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, anyway, so she went to France recently and went and visited the Paris catacombs. Do you know anything about the Paris catacombs? No. So she did a whole episode about the Paris catacombs, which was really cool. Um, But apparently, so in in underground, a lot of European cities have kind of a tunnel system underground. And in Paris, there was like a big cemetery in the center of the city that was just like so, so full, just over full all the time. And um, so all the residents were like complaining about it and it was just really, really full. And so what also I learned that they used to, like, bury bodies in mass graves and, like, kind of cover them until they were full and then cover them fully. And then, like, three years later, go back and take out all their bones and then, like, use that one again, like, recycle it. Mm. So, anyway, so this big cemetery in the that middle of Paris... unhealthy, yeah, but, it's, okay. Well, by that point, they're not... They're just bones. They're not, like, flesh decaying anymore. Yeah. Um. Still. But still yes. not great. Yeah. So, anyway, they had all of these bones of like, I don't remember how many people, it was a time people, but they had all these bones of all these people and they were like, what are we going to do with them? And so they created this like catacomb in the tunnels, but it isn't like, it's like stacked bones. They're just like, there's no ownership of who the bones belong to. They're just like stacked up in walls along the edges of the cat, of the catacombs apparently. And you can like go down and walk around and see it all. Um, but which Come on, is kids, <laughs> I know, but which is interesting to this. me because I have actually been to catacombs. Yeah, in Italy, there's a, a pretty big catacomb in Paloma, which is in Sicily. Um, I oh know Palermo, sorry, um, which is in Sicily, and but it's really different. It's like, um, they're like semi-preserved, so they still have like clothes and skin kind of on them. And they're just like, it's like an actual person with like a little name tag and they're in a little alcove and you could have touched it walking by it if you wanted to, but you shouldn't. And I was just like, it was interesting. <laughs> You're talking about the Palermo ones now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the ones that I went to when yeah, I was yeah, in okay. high school and when I lived in Italy. But the ones in, so I was like, oh, that's weird that like in Italy, this like, um, and that one is like a Catholic catacomb, okay. and so maybe it was more of like a burial place instead of like some sort of artistic, what are we going to, macabre, what are we going to do with all these bones sure. thing. Sure, yeah. Um, but it's like just a different culture of like what a catacomb can be and what it is, and yeah. But Italy has a ton of catacombs, but I think they're all like burial places, so, not... So,
0: just to clarify, yeah. when you say catacomb, you mean something like underneath buildings yeah, underneath and, the like ground basements underneath streets underneath, yeah, underneath streets yeah. underneath
1: yeah. the ground where you house either like some sort of version of a dead body okay most often like it's just bone remnants okay um the ones that I went to that I went to in Italy I they were mostly bones well they were like desiccated it was like desiccated bodies kind of. But they were mostly just bones and then like some like clothes on the We're them gonna and stuff. get
0: like a rating on this podcast. <laughs> Somebody's gonna listen to this and be like, hey, that's probably not for general audiences. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. It's gonna be great. Uh,
1: but yeah, but European culture is like, there's, I don't know, they're probably because of the plague or something, but the way that they view death is different. Yeah. Than American culture for sure. So. so.
0: Uh, so, we have a basement at the church here that not many people know about. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's out in the back alley yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's storage and it's underneath basically the concrete of the main theater and mm-hmm. the early childhood theater. Yeah. And I have no idea how far it goes back because I <laughs> am too nervous to go back there because I am afraid that I'm going to just get, see it. Uh, I'm going to go back there with the flashlight and there's going to be a set of eyeballs <laughs> that come up and then I'm just, you never see me again. And so
1: honestly, uh, that's fair.
0: I informally call those the catacombs. <laughs> oh. I don't, I don't call it the basement of the church. I call it, you I call, call them the catacombs. catacombs. Yeah. Uh, uh, now there are, as far as I know, no dead bodies you down mean, there. Yeah. Uh, there are a bunch of, uh, uh, old like tech gear that we no longer yeah. use anymore mm-hmm. and some ladders and the baptismal tank sits mm-hmm. down there and everything else. But if you ever want a tour of the catacombs, let me know. <laughs> That's funny. That's great. Uh, yeah. Good. All right, mine has to do with a film series, a documentary series called Up. Have you heard of Up? No. It started.
1: Mean not th- the animated. No, di- that's Pixar the movie? that's
0: the deceiving part about oh, it. Okay. Not that one. Um. So it started back in the I'm gonna say 50s because I'm trying to do the math quickly off the top of my head. Uh, but it was a documentary series focused on the lives of 14 children who were seven years old. Oh, okay. And they did like a, What do you want to be when you grow up? Here's it's it's in filmed in the UK. And then their thing was they were going to film them every seven years. There's a full-length feature film about these oh, 14 kids. Okay. So it, there was a four, one called 7 Up. 7 Up was the first one. Mm-hmm. Not the soda, just 7 Up. Yep. And then 7 and 7 Up. And then they figured out we're going to go uh, 21 Up, 28, <laughs> 35, 42 49 mm-hmm. uh 56 63 and they just they just released 63 up. Oh okay. Uh in March of this last year of 20 uh sorry, March of 21 is when they released it's probably it. the 60s then. Yeah, I, I guess that would be
1: Cuz my parents were born in the 50s and they are 70.
0: Okay, so, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they film them, and then obviously they don't come out for like yeah, a year yeah. or two later because, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But anyway, yeah, so probably the 50s, 60s, something like that. Yeah. But um, really, really uh, interesting uh, about it. And, and so 63 and up was just uh, released, like I said, last week, year. But the filmmaker just passed away oh, no. who did it. Because obviously he's older because he's yeah, filming yeah. kids who are seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's con- like, what do we do? Does somebody take on this project and film 70 up? Are we mm-hmm. going to get 70 up? Are we going to get seventy seven. And so that's that was part of the, the cool thing about it. And and um, I'm a part of, I lead a uh, a group here at the church called Film and Theology. Yeah, we yeah, watch yeah. documentaries and then do discussions about it. So I, I really want to show this documentary because I'm, I'm intrigued about it at this mm-hmm. point. Um, but it also got me thinking about what would your, how would your life be different if you knew I'm a seven-year-old who has got like 13 other people who we're not, <laughs> I'm not related to, but we are kind of like together in this a little bit. And then the expectations that are placed upon me to be a part of this, um, to have my story told, mm-hmm. to be like this is what I want to be when I grow up, and then all of a sudden the disappointment of I didn't. I'm not, like I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. And it's recorded for everyone to then, see. Or like now I feel like I have to do it because I don't want to be the kid that said I was going to do this and then I'm not going to be this. <laughs> um, and yeah, just all of the weird pressures about it. One person has passed away, so there's now okay. 13 that are still yeah. alive. Uh, and then like the community that's involved in something like that. And to, even if you ever met, if you ever ran into one of those people, you'd be like, you're one of the 13 part of Up. Like that would be like a weird... Like celebrity kind yeah. of fear thing, that but you did nothing to earn it, other than you got randomly chosen. That is interesting, and you know you don't have any special yeah. quality.
1: <laughs> you you know have what I mean? Like
0: talents that are like, oh, this is I'm going to come and watch <laughs> you for this, or listen you play this music or whatever. It's just like you're just you. Like what yeah. if you had a film crew that every seven years of your life that produced a movie about your life?
1: Yeah, I don't know that I'd be okay. That'd be weird, <laughs> right? They'd have to find me. I moved a lot as a kid, so.
0: Yeah, but I did that's, not live the same place. That's part of it too. Yeah. I'm sure, like I'm sure they don't all live where they grew up. Yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. So for sure. where are they, you know, and what kind of reunions does this look like for them? And every seven years they get together and hang out for a couple meals together and yeah. talk about this and update each other on like class reunions. Like think about. Did you have a class reunion growing up? Did you ever do that? I mean, uh, no. You, you moved too much. I,
1: I mean, I I graduated from places, but, yes, but like, I never... there. I'm sure they had reunions. I was never invited. No one... Knew. I Because you you, high
0: school, you were in Italy?
1: No. Well, so my first three years of high school, I was in Italy, and then I moved for my senior year. So, yeah, so I, they've had reunions, I'm sure, but yeah. I have not heard about any of them. Yeah. and I, went I to mean, partly sm- me, partly probably them not remembering who I am. So. I
0: went to a small enough school. If they were to do a reunion, they talked about doing one, it would be like every class from this era to this era because there yeah, would just be yeah. enough people. But we we just hosted a bomber reunion in here. It was like a 56th oh, annual okay, yeah, bomber yeah. reunion. Mm-hmm. And they still have community, and it was pretty cool to kind of see them kind of doing their thing, but like, I didn't have that. But imagine that, but every seven years, yeah. as opposed to for them, it's like, oh, I haven't seen you for 30 years. What's been going on? You know I what feel what like, mean? like, And it's at, not filmed to the world. It's just them catching up on life with each I other. I feel
1: like but. at some point they become, it's like family, right? It's yeah. like a we have some sort of bond, this like connection that goes beyond whatever. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. So, uh, yeah, the Up yeah, documentary that's interesting. series, um, it's available on Amazon Prime, but you do have to get the BritBox uh, add-on oh, subscription okay. thing. They do a seven-day trial, so I think Kylie and I's plan is to sign up for the seven-day trial, bust through them as fast as we can, <laughs> uh, and go from there. I'll let you know if they're any good. Okay. But I, like I said, I'm proposing this and I haven't even seen them, but yeah. uh, I did read somebody write about it and uh, and it's... Tons of awards. Uh, mm-hmm. at, um, the film director, like Rotten Tomatoes, like 99%, like all kinds of different crazy stuff yeah. for different things. Just a creative once in a lifetime. I don't even know if they could do it anymore. I don't even yeah, know don't if know. they could even sign up for something like that. And then, like, what parent goes, Yeah, my seven year old, let's do this. You know? I, what mean, I
1: mean, social media, your kid does that. So, yeah. I mean, some kids,
0: like. Presented to the world from their perspective. Yeah, I don't know yeah not broadcast in that big way although accessible in in that way but i don't know who knows and i'm sure that there's other cool stuff like that um like gonna get started or starting or haven't happened but Mm -hmm. this one's interesting so there you go yeah all right, that'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, this week's uh, PG-13 ranked episode, or gruesome, or <laughs> not for general audiences episode uh, of uh, say something interesting. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, let's see. Hmm. No, next week I'm off. Oh, okay. we're gone. It's Thanksgiving week, and yep. Kylie and I in London are headed to New York City. Ooh, fun! I know to go uh, to the uh, the Thanksgiving Day parade. Oh, that's it's super been fun. A bucket list item for Kylie, yeah. and uh, we're making it happen. So we fly that's out exciting. Monday and back Friday. So awesome. Uh, so there'll be no podcast next week but you're going to be so busy doing family stuff and cooking stuff who cares anyways well
1: and like end of trimester stuff so
0: yeah for you Mm -hmm. yeah Um, so back in two weeks Uh, so enjoy your two week break and we'll see you back soon Right.
1: bye